0: Round, 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 round. Image. 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 The Geek Chat. Round table.
1: All right, everybody, and thank you so much uh, for joining us for our first ever Geek Chat Roundtable. Uh, I'm your host, Desmond, as always, and with me, as always, is... Rich. And we have two guests with us who have been on the podcast before, and we decided that for this roundtable, we wanted them to be a part of it as well. Uh, to (laughs) To my left, we have Frank, and to my right, we have...
0: Terry with the
1: lesbian agenda. Yes. So so back is Terry with the lesbian agenda and Frank with the Hispanic agenda. No. Whoa, totally wrong. You're going to have
2: to edit
1: that. Really?
3: Italian. Italian? Italian. Italian. Ah. (laughs) Uh, Leave that in. That's hilarious. All right. Uh, Welcome, both of you. Thank you for
4: joining us. Yes,
1: thank you so much. And if you want to be a part of the uh, Geek Chat roundtable, just go to the Geek Chat uh, Facebook page and post. Say, hey, I want to be a part of it. We're going to be doing this once every month, and we're going to be posting it on the following Wednesday when we get it done. You have no idea when we're actually I recording know, right? this. I love it. <laughs> it's, that, it's that air of mystery. Um, but basically what we're going to do is we're going to have a topic, and then we're going to have a roundtable discussion about said topic. Um, you can definitely... Uh, go to the Geek Chat Facebook page, and you can uh, give us a topic that you would like us to chop up or dissect. The topic that you want to uh, be a part of, you can definitely do that as well. Um, we're gonna try this for, uh, for for the next couple of months and see how it goes, because we want to give you guys as much uh, stuff to listen to as possible. Because we're geeks, as much as they want to hear us. As much as they want to hear us, because we're geeks and That's we definitely that. are very opinionated, especially the two <laughs> people that I have. We have with us right now, and Rich, Rich is definitely opinionated. I am not opinionated.
3: Please. (laughs) Okay, I am. Don't request fashion. Yes. (laughs) Oh. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, And
4: uh, be sure to go to the Facebook page, the group page, after this, and uh, give us your feedback. We're going to be posting some questions about today's topic. So, what is today's topic, Desmond?
1: Today's topic is continuity in comic books. Is it really necessary?
4: What is continuity, doesn't it?
1: Uh, continuity is... That's a really good question. I know you're going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> I should go to a Webster's <laughs> Dictionary.
4: Go, why don't you go?
1: Uh, well, con- continuity in, in comic books is basically just a timeline. Things, uh, an evolution showing a person, a character's growth and change for the good or betterment. Um, but again, in in, co- in comic books, continuity sometimes instead of being celebrated can be uh, cursed because sometimes continuity can be a, a crutch and or can be a um, a chain that keeps a, a character from evolving. Um, or if they if the continuity gets too vague or too mix, mixed up, people don't you know know what to expect or what's going to come next for this person. Um, and the two main companies, DC more than Marvel, has always struggled with continuity. I also believe the continuity... I don't, again, is gonna, mean,
4: I don't think they've struggled.
1: I think they've struggled.
4: They've struggled now. But back in the day, in the 80s and 90s, well, the 80s especially, <laughs> they took the 90s stories. Out and then they decided they wanted to... I would say more in the
1: 70s, because because wasn't the 70s. first crisis in the 80s? Yeah. Okay, 70s
4: and 80s.
1: Yes, but I think back then it wasn't I think back then they didn't they didn't have so many titles and they didn't have so many uh, people paying attention to comic books. Right. You know, and so people well, were we able the to write. Now, and now you can look anything up. Well, but but I think that's that's one of the things that can be somewhat of a hindrance, you know? So that is the that is our topic today. Is continuity is it good? Is it bad? Um, and so now we're going to go around the table and First, we're going to let, let our guests talk about what their opinions on continuity is. You know, how it pertains to Marvel, how it pertains to DC, how it pertains to uh, comic book companies who do not have a much more um, robust uh, universe, so to speak. You know, so like Image, or, or even Valiant at this point. Uh, so, Terry... With the lesbian agenda? What do lesbians <laughs> think of continuity in comic books?
0: I have no clue, actually. <laughs> um, no, but when you when you talk about continuity, it, it reminds me of um, well, you were talking about the crises, and uh, I remember reading. I I just bought up all of the multiple Earths, Crisis on blah blah blah, and all of this other stuff, and uh, in reading the the introduction to one of the um, one of the books where they killed off. Somebody, which I don't know who, Supergirl, somebody, uh, but anyway, they were saying that the the reason that they brought everything to a crisis was because uh, DC would uh, have annual get-togethers between the JSA and the JLA, and uh, bringing the JSA from the past or from an alternate, parallel universe, Earth Two, or something. Um, into Earth 1, and they were, uh, Earth 2 was still set in the 40s, so it still had their uh, um, older heroes that were out in the 40s and 50s. And um, that would sell really well for years. Every year it was a big event at DC to have the crossover to bring the old with the new. And it was wonderful, it was great. And then it stopped selling. So then they started like going like, okay, well, we need to bring this to a head. And I think sales were what set brought it to oh we have to start making uh, one universe or get get fewer universes or we have to stop going crazy with this crossover stuff no more of that um, so that's that's just that's the history of crossovers for, for DC for me what what I think about um, when it comes to uh, whether or not uh, um, continuity is a good thing or a bad thing it can be a good thing because I remember when uh, Iron Man oh, had his lost his heart or something became Iron Man that was during the Vietnam War and I remember reading I remember reading uh, uh, Captain America set in the Vietnam War and I love those issues but at the same time that's not a current thing and you have to you have to upgrade your, um, Mythos. Your mythos. Yes, myths change with every uh, every new civilization, and we're in a new civilization. We aren't the civilization of the '60s anymore. We're in a new civilization of desert wars. That's it.
1: And, and Frank, what what are your thoughts about about continuity? Um, and 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 again, what what Terry has brought up about. This idea of these of these mythos having to adapt, grow, and change with the times. Mm-hmm.
3: No, I mean it's it's totally true. Uh, you can't just like take these timelines literally because you end up with Captain America and coming out of World uh, World War II, and you know Magneto coming out of World War II also, which like he should be dead by now, or sh- definitely should not be in the kind of shape that he's in that you see running around in comics. So, because um, he's cut, yeah. I I do like that uh, Marvel sort of addressed it by, like, introducing that idea of, like, this compressed sliding timeline where it's really vague. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard because you have these characters that are so rooted in the times that they were created that it's hard to move them forward without ignoring a lot of stuff that's happened before. But you can't ignore that because those stories also made them who they are today. So... um, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's, it's tough I, I, I personally really like uh, I'm a total continuity nerd I love reading about stuff that happened in the past and seeing how that affected the character and then seeing today stories that reference those things but uh, I don't know I think it's just hard to take it, you can't take it literally
1: But does that, okay, so that as a person, you know self, self-described person who loves continuity and seeing how a character changes throughout time does it annoy the shit out of you when they just scrap it?
3: Um, it depends. Uh, I guess, I feel like that's probably a really personal question for everyone. It depends on, you know, uh, how attached you are to certain stories that, like, you know, something that could be scrapped for me that doesn't matter to me on a Spider-Man title. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, we'll just ignore that. But for someone else, that story maybe is really personal to them. Mary Jane. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The lesbian agenda. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, I mean, like, for some people, it's, you know, the story that's important to me might not be important to someone else. So, what's what I am able, able to overlook? Someone it might be someone else's like sticking point where they're just really upset over the direction that that character's being taken in.
0: At the same time, Captain America isn't Captain America unless he has some some uh, 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 connection to World War II. I mean, that is Captain America. Agreed. Yeah, you can make him go through. He can be all of these other different people becoming Captain America but that that is connected to World War two and uh, Marvel hasn't like said oh that didn't happen that doesn't exist unlike DC uh,
4: for Magneto he is who he is because of the concentration camps exactly, exactly.
0: he needs
4: to have that and how do we so you're, you're running that fine line of yes he would be older than he would be dead by this time <laughs> if not but They did have him reduced to a child at one point, and he grew. It does, that's where continuity gets weird, because he has to be who he is. And yeah, Captain America couldn't be someone else without that. But then you have Bucky, and how does Bucky grow as a character if you don't have him dying, helping Captain America? So they all build on each other.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: And so I wanna go back, I remember that old JLA, JSA crossovers, because it did bring those two worlds together mm-hmm. and I had my new Black Canary and you had the Black Canary on Earth 2 and they both brought, they were both the same character but brought up different. Right. So, Good. so for me, seeing this character now so drastically different doesn't resonate with me but people that didn't read any of those old stories, this is their brand new Black
1: Canary. Mm. So that's very interesting, though, because I don't I was always I was always a Marvel fan for when I was growing up. I thought D.C. was, you know, kooky, was old, so blah, 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 blah you know, because it had been around for forever. And and I was always confused about their continuity yeah. because of the the whole thing with the JLA and the JSA and and how there were these two separate realities. And I don't know. It it took me a while to be able to wrap my head around that. And then and then having to go back. So so I didn't read any of those books in the, in the 80s. I really did not start getting into it until after Crisis. And, and even then it was just for specific specific stories that referenced certain characters. Like I read the Batman, you know, Batman detective comics because the art was good and I really liked Batman. But JLA or or um uh, Infinity Inc. or any of those uh, Teen Titans. Like I didn't read any of those books when I was when I was younger because I was always Marvel, make my own Marvel. Mm-hmm. So so the idea of continuity in Marvel was was much more tangible for me because it 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 didn't really take place on on multiple Earths or really um, push this idea of these two multiple stories and and going in these two completely different continuities. Until the
0: Ultimate Line.
1: exactly until the ultimate line and even that they very rarely crossed like very rarely crossed you know Mm -hmm. um they literally was like no this is this you know i mean they tried it again you know they tried it beforehand with um Spider Man. Spider Man. They they, mm-hmm. they they tried it with uh well, what New New Batman New Universe. That was the other one that they tried it. They remember? tried that, yeah. And yeah. that yeah. was just like I don't know what the hell that was out. Right? <laughs> but um but yeah, that's why I think it's just very interesting to, to compare Marvel versus D C in, in the terms of continuity. But I think it was just because um X uh because Marvel only had and, and please, this is just my thoughts. They only had a couple of really big stories you know really big characters like i remember marvel just being literally just like you had your x-men franchise you had your fantastic four and you had your avengers and And that was spider man and spider man and that was it right and Mm -hmm. every now and then they would they would appear in each other's books and that was it so for for me i don't ever think marvel had to deal with continuity because they weren't juggling as much as dc
4: yes and i want to go back to that you were saying about the they were legacy characters. For me, I love the idea of a legacy character, which DC has thrown right away. And the legacy character would be Infinity Inc. You had the daughter or son of a hero, and they would pass down that legacy. You know, you had um, Green Lantern, his daughter, and his son, and they were in Infinity Inc. and they wanted to be heroes. So I miss that continuity. But you can't really... It's hard to have the continuity when you go back, say, to 1960, and those stories, you can't tell a lot of them because the characters would be totally different as a legacy. Am I making sense? No, no, no. I, I, no I, I, they are. So it you is. To, for you not to... When, they were young, when you were young reading these, I guess because I had followed them, the idea of the multiple earths Marvel never had any for me. No. For me, I feel like the way they were, the X-Men were here and the Avengers were here. That's how I could equate the different worlds. So I knew that the JSA was, they had to go here to this world. Mm -hmm. So me growing up, I had the opposite. I read a lot of DC because for me, like you said, Marvel was really easy in that I read the X-Books and X-Men met with the Avengers um, or they met with the Fantastic Four. That's when I would read those other books. Like, I never really read Daredevil unless I had a really cool villain. So for me growing up, it was the opposite of you. I kind of said, I didn't stay away from Marvel totally. I was a total X-file. Like, that's what I read. And then I had my DC.
1: But it's, again, it just seemed like it was, it just seemed like in terms of continuity, it was, it was easier. And, and was it easier because back in the 80s and the, what, late 70s, 80s, and, and and to the to the early '90s, I mean, there was only like one or two specific writers that basically were the were the continuity kings at Marvel. Mm-hmm. You Chris know? Claremont, yeah, Chris yeah. Claremont, Peter David. You know, there are these people that that would have these like tremendous runs on these books. So it's much easier to deal with continuity, you know. Whereas at DC, that I think I just think DC just had a, I think they were just much more ambitious in what they were trying to do, and. And because of that, they let everyone kind of just write whatever they wanted. And then if you're like, yeah, let's just do this, you know. And then the camel broke. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then literally the, the the camel broke. And then we had Crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, and Did then we had Zero Hour. Before.
4: Before you got them now. Um. Did you read it,
1: Terry?
0: Yeah. You know, the thing is, I feel like the multiple Earth thing was, like, I'm older than any of you guys, so... Uh, I, I saw the JSA, the JLA thing at the time, and it was totally wasted on me. I was like, I I would be hooked on the JLA. I'd pick up the JSA by mistake and go, Who the fuck are these guys? Right. Exactly. That was mine. That you was know? mine. That wasn't me. And and um and then I so then I'd run off and do Marvel uh, because again it was a younger company. Uh, they there, there there wasn't a lot of continuity to de- deal with. This was like the mm-hmm. ground floor of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think later on, like in the '70s or, or '80s, that where they started trying to bring up some of their old characters from the '50s, from the Timely era, which I thought was really cool. But does it have the same? Does continuity have the same importance to us now in the world of the internet as it did back then? Like I had mm-hmm. no way of going to Wikipedia mm-hmm. and looking up. Who the heck is, you know, uh, Infinity Inc. And who are these you know, like all of that. Yeah. Now, today, I can just, like, I get on my phone and go, I was doing that last night. It's like, who mm-hmm. the hell is this, you know? Um,
3: well, back then, too, the, the only... The only kind of entrance you had to the idea of continuity and, like, what's going on over here and over there is when, like, Marvel would put out, like, their handbook, and then you'd be like, oh, I oh, love yes. it. Now oh, oh, I can yes, go through yes, and yes. find out yes. about these
4: characters that I don't read, but I want someone to know about them. I asked you know? about the DC Who's Who. They said, do they still have them? And I'm like, oh, they haven't made those in decades. I have What to. a great memory that is. <laughs> yes. Oh, those old Marvel. And they do the, like, updated, and it would be, like, an extra paragraph. Yeah. Because someone died, or someone got reborn.
3: But, you know, it was very easy to maintain uh continuity that way because you like it was only coming from Marvel or only coming from D C. Now you've got like a Wikia, you've got like the official Marvel like wiki, you've got like Wikipedia. There's like all these different sources that have their own kind of biographies of the character and like those are written by people that have been reading these characters for like their entire lives. So they've got every single detail in there, not just like the ones that like, you know, stuff that Marvel's just going to like skip over because they've only got like three paragraphs to work with, you know. So you but, can you can read the entire like life story
1: of this character from like the 60s onwards and know mm-hmm. every single thing that happened to him. But don't you think that that would be an incentive to keep continuity going? You know, if if... If if one of the main complaints about continuity is the fact that it is too large or too expansive, and and, and people get chained or the characters I'm sorry get chained to these continuities, mm-hmm. is uh, and people are fearful that that people won't be able to reference Carol Danvers what happened to her and Rogue or whatever you know, or uh, or something or whatever happened to when Superman met Superman or or any of that but stuff. But again,
4: these these events made the characters. And you can say they're made up people, which they are, but that's we all four of us sitting at the table and all you people listening, everything that's happened in your life has made you who you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's how I feel. Yeah, Carol Danvers was taken by the, you know, what is it, a canty or whatever it was and became binary, And but that's, you don't reference it now because that's not who she is, but that still was how she became her. And it
0: was a hideous costume. Back to Binary? Fashion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: binary. <laughs> actually, I actually liked Binary with I their, did too, with their, with their with big their... ass hair and a little <laughs>
4: um, I just want to say. If I had
1: boots, don't need to go. Oh, well.
4: <laughs> I just want to say that one of the things now people don't do that I miss is I remember if I didn't know what happened, I would go hunt those issues down. And now back issues are really not important because mm-hmm. you can go to Wiki, you can look any of this stuff up when we were reading back in the day before the internet if I wanted to know what happened in New Mutants number 32 they yeah, had oh, something it. you had to go hunt that down And yeah. that, for me that was part of the fun yeah. of going to the comic yeah. store yeah. Yeah. to try to find my lost issues yeah. yep. that is lost on this this generation now they just go to their phone look it up a character and I'm like it takes away from that the, the sit down reading of that issue and experiencing it, you can read something like I love spoilers. It's different for me to read a spoiler as to what happens in a book or in a movie or in a TV show, and the feeling of actually watching or reading it.
1: You do have a you do have a point. I remember I remember uh, back
4: in nineteen
2: thirty seven.
1: I just remember when when uh, I loved Rogue right for a long time. You know, I wanted to see what was going on with her the uh outback x-men were my favorite and so i said i want to find out what happened with rogue so i went and i bought that avengers annual that had her first appearance mm. and i loved it michael golden i have a bunch of those issues Red. i keep buying them
4: every time i go to a convention
1: yeah and then it. i i bought that and then and then i started to collect her her appearances and it was it was amazing and again that was one person writing that character you know and and her redemption from that villain you know i think chris Claremont mm-hmm. even wrote that wrote her first appearance you know i think he even wrote that Avenger episode i think
4: i'll look y'all chat
1: but uh, but i was thinking that was just one of those cool things that just that just kind of happens that i think sometimes can be lost um
0: at the same time though it, sometimes it forces you to read maybe a story or so that really sucks, but you I, like I'm doing that right now with Warlock. You know, it's like, oh my God, I love this and I love that, and it's like I'm in this section of reading uh, old Warlocks. So, oh man, the writing sucks. Oh, the, Jim, me. the Jim Starlin Warlock. Yes. Oh wow. well, yes.
1: Not, not not every one of these is yep. uh, is great.
4: Chris Claremont wrote that issue. I, yeah, I, that's what I thought. Michael Golden.
1: Yeah, fantastic Michael Golden art Avengers with that issue. ten. Um, uh, but having having seen what maybe struggle is not the right word but having seen what marvel and dc has to go through do you think valiant will have this problem in say 10 15 years with the amount of characters that in their shared universe
0: yes i mean the the thing is uh dc had it first i think because they they came out of the shoot with comic book heroes and and they they had their first problems with it. Marvel is getting it like rebooting. I'm still angry about what is it one last day or something like that with with uh, getting rid of Peter Parker's uh, uh, marriage yes. to, to Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, that I I stopped reading the book then, but um, it's gonna happen as as these comic book characters get older. It's just gonna happen. I mean already I'm I'm. Feeling that with uh, like Hellboy, I'm getting a little bit like, ugh, <laughs> I, I, this is. I want them to go back so the BPRD is all together with Hellboy and and stuff. It's, I don't like this new world they're in. You know, it's.
3: So so on the other hand of that, like going back to one more day, as much as that. People hated that. If you think about what spider what's been going on in Spider-Man after that, it's been like a really amazing run. When they first when they True. started with like the guest the the writer rotation and then this kind of settled on Dan Slott, it's been like a really like probably some of the best Spider-Man stories in like at least a decade, I think. Mm. Uh, there have been misses, but there have been some really amazing. I will, hits. I will agree with that. But, I'll agree with that.
4: I'll agree with that. Here's the thing. It's because you can't have a wife or you can't be married. Because mm-hmm. DC did away with all their marriages with the new 52. Right. Do you think. Which was a that terrible idea. Yes. Hinders. Or I think it hinders. Do you think it allows better stories? You mean the marriage? Do marriages. Ha- yes, because do you think Peter Parker could have had those stories still being married?
3: Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, think he could not all of them because they, you know, he started getting frisky with Black Cat again. He had he was dating uh, the the cop the woman cop I can't remember her name. Um, so those would have been affairs. But
2: but, but True, those would have
3: been. But
1: affairs. that's fine, you know, because that's maybe the they're open. Why Doc <laughs> over
0: his body and then he can go have like multiple affairs? Everybody could take over his body.
1: I honestly do not think a marriage would have would have hindered Spider Man as much as they wanted to, mm-hmm. and as much as yeah. they think that it was. I think that the we know Quezada was against it's the, the writer. Marriage in, in it's, general it's the anyway. writer. Yes.
0: Same thing that with uh, with uh, Birds of Prey um, or uh, Bat Girl. It's like, no, they didn't need to reboot. sorry, people who love Burnside, but they really didn't need to completely reboot the character it's just that Gail Simone was getting a little stale on that title or the same thing with Birds of Prey you just need to change the writer and have a writer come in with good ideas you don't need to drastically change the, the characters, so it's got no continuity anymore so
4: I don't know her personally but I truly believe that when it was relaunched I think Gail Simone did what she could with the restrictions she was given. Mm-hmm. The bad
1: situation. I agree. I
4: do think that she, reading her old stuff, comes up with some great ideas. But I think in the new 52, when they started, I don't think they had any idea. Mm-hmm. And I think they said what you can and can't do because Superman went through like three different writers within its first like 12 issues because DC had their idea of what they wanted. Which they had no idea. They just knew that they wanted to throw away everything that came, mm-hmm. including the marriage. Mm-hmm. And we weren't even going to have them together.
0: Which, actually, I kind of like the Wonder Woman Superman thing, you <laughs> know? I mean, I never liked
1: Lois Lane. Then, so. then have them be divorced. Have, yes! Have Superman yes! have to deal with with something that, uh, a failed marriage. Exactly. I mean, that his powers can't uh-huh.
4: fix. His powers can't fix. See, exactly.
1: If you that's the problem. If you want a, in my opinion, that's one of the problems. Um, I know some writers or some artists who who have been in it, for, who, uh, I think Darwin Cook was one of the people who, who basically does not like how the continuity now is now because he doesn't believe that these characters should, you know, like the whole thing with Identity Crisis, how, you know, how... Uh, uh, Sue Digby Sue? was killed when she was pregnant and all stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and how these and how these he, he equated it to this, like how the children grow up reading these comics and then they start making these comics and the only way to make them um, grow or have adult is have adult themes I don't believe that I think I think having superman and lois lane or even or even or spider-man and mary jane have a divorce mm-hmm. i think a lot more people would would be able or a lot of kids reading that would be able to see that because there are a lot of kids out there who, who are, who are product forced families exactly yeah. you know and if, and if they could see their stars or, or the people those comic characters or whatever coming overcoming that right i think that that would be fant- a fantastic story mechanism now you know? do you think
0: that they didn't do it that way because our superheroes have to be pristine and pure and they can't have like marriage issues and go through divorces because they're supposed to be this like golden boy who's always on his first date with someone well no. i think
3: well, i think with like spider-man and superman i think that is the case because those two are kind of like 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 the ideal of each of each of her universe. Spider-Man is the ideal of the Marvel Universe, the ideal hero. Superman's the same. Because you've seen other characters have divorces, alcoholism, all sorts of crazy stuff. Cheating on their partners, like smacking their partners. But those two are like the only two that... <laughs> oh,
4: oh, 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 yeah. That is, though, he brings up a good point. Yeah. They're not afraid to attack issues because Demon in a Bottle happened mm-hmm. with the alcohol. That was early. And they they
1: did it but that brings up a point though you know uh, to what Frank was saying these are the iconic characters of these of these uh, companies you know? And I think you could do a story like that with a, a lesser character because Iron Man wasn't as big as he was. No. You, know, you could do those. Uh, Speedy and Green Arrow with the, with the whole heroin oh, thing. Oh, yes, I you love know, that. And, yeah. and, um, and Jon Stewart, to a lesser extent, talk, talking to Hell Jordan about race issues and stuff like that. Those are things that you can do in much smaller books. But I don't think DC or Marvel is, is, is an, is, it wants to do that anymore. They don't want to do that anymore. And possibly because they can't, because they're owned by multinational conglomerates right now that do not mm. want to mess. They don't want to mess with that stuff. That's you know? a good point. And I, th- that's that's one of the reasons why why I think they don't do it anymore. You know, and and I think and I think one of the reasons why they have to redo their continuity is to make it much more streamlined. For one, that way it's easier to digest for for consumer consumption, and that it's easier uh, to translate from from the masses who watch the, the films to come in and take a look. Because think about it. If you were going to watch a Superman-Batman movie... You know, no, no, no. <laughs> but think about it. You're going to watch that movie. And you, you're going to try to have a cross-promotion so you can come buy a comic book, right? I don't want to have to think about two different Supermen somewhere, you know?
4: Okay. Okay? Maybe. That's what DC's doing right now. Yeah. There are... There's the Batman that's the Batbot jim gordon yeah there's batman and justice league but
1: they've always done they've always done that but but get They're by the time people. but by the time that movie comes out bruce wayne will be batman again oh yes and superman will be will be flying high well, uh, but will but,
0: batman be old will he be you know affleck uh, no
1: well i don't know hell
4: i don't know they but might we said that about avengers and we said that about avengers how. and the female thor was still the avenger was still the thor and Captain Grandpa, Captain Grandpa and um, Falcon was still Captain America. Mm-hmm. So we say, oh, it's going to be reversed. Marvel actually proved us all wrong because everyone thought, oh, everything's going to be put back by the time Avengers comes out and nothing was I put think back.
1: It's I think they'll be put back before, before their individual movies comes out.
4: You really think so? Yep. I don't.
1: I, I think don't, it I will. I think they're
4: committed to having these characters. Mm, I don't
1: think so. I don't think so. I think it's much easier to let that stuff fly because it's coming off of the Avengers. But I bet you anything, come, come Thor, Ragnarok, he will be back holding the hammer. I hope not.
4: Mm. Because I'm actually enjoying the fact that Marvel... The mm-hmm. difference between Marvel... Marvel has it this person is carrying on the legacy. It's a new person. But they're maintaining that. Where DC, went. Throw everything away, yeah. build from scratch to see if it's working.
1: Okay then. Okay, great, great great story about that. Okay, great, great thought about that. Does Frank, do you have something you want to add?
3: Um, I was just gonna point out uh, it's interesting that DC's always been the one to be known for having legacy characters and Marvel always stuck to like their originals, so they might like be swapped out and then come back in. But now, it's kind of reversed right now, where Marvel's gotten rid of their, like, the only person left is Iron Man. That's because uh, the Iron Man, uh, the... Extremis? Well, well, because the movie Iron Man, they want to keep, he's like now their new flagship. but They're throwing everything at Iron Man now. But, I mean, Captain America is changing, is changed. Uh, Thor has changed. Spider-Man is now changing as well. Yeah, we're going to have, have Miles yeah. as the Spider-Man in the oh, Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah, that's universe. right. I mean, there's, gonna be, there's still going to be a Spider-Man running around, Peter Parker, but he's got his own title, but the focus is going to be on Miles Morales now. So they do. As, do, as really they now have do you
1: really think they're going to... I don't know. I think they're really going to try to do both, you know. But they're running both Spider-Men, for no, sure. No, 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 they are, but I, I think it's going to be... try. They, they had so much of a resonance with, with Miles Morales, that they just kind of had to keep him, and they're scrapping everything else oh, from and it. Marvel? Well, yeah. Miss Marvel? Miss mm. Marvel, you know. But, but I, they kind of have to keep those people.
4: <laughs> well... They do. sales, but the thing is, here's the difference: the sales are there for them. Uh, I mean, they started low for Captain America; that still hasn't caught on. But Ms. Marvel still sells really well, and with the new relaunch in October, it's going to bring a whole bunch of new people mm-hmm. to see these characters. I
1: don't know, three ninety nine. I don't know. <laughs> it's still
4: going to bring a lot of people. I still and think And this is well. the thing: we talk about legacy characters. We talk. We, we've talked about. Time and how time plays a, a, a big deal. But we all are of a different generation than the next one. Mm-hmm. So I am a big stickler on continuity, but I understand you still have to maintain something to get the new readers in. And I think Marvel's understanding what brings in new readers to an extent where DC keeps floundering not understanding. They think if you put X here, people are going to buy it. Or if you do why here, people are going to buy it. I think Marvel really has a thing. Like you said, we still get to enjoy the stories because they haven't erased them, but they're just new faces.
0: Can I read this Dan Didio quote? Yes, please it's, do. It's, 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 so it's been bugging know, me.
4: Dan Didio is the co-publisher of DC Comics.
0: Okay, so this is what he said. What we're trying to do right now by diversifying our line is to find the different styles and tones that people are really reacting to, Didio said. And then he said, any story that catches on can be explored further and perhaps eventually brought closer into continuity with other books. How is he gonna do that without rebooting? I mean, it, doesn't that require a reboot? Um.
4: No, what they're doing is exactly what they're doing. They're saying, here's a new number one. It's Dr. Fate. This is the new Dr. Fate. Let's see if it works. It's the same as throwing something at the wall to see if it sticks.
1: But is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because here's the thing. It could be good. If it's, if it's a, okay. What happens if they start, just Wildcat, Wildcat number one comes out right and it is the
4: older young uh (laughs) (laughs) middle-aged
1: he is a middle-aged you know white guy and he's an old boxer and he saves this asian kid and then they form this you know mentor mentee relationship in which wildcat is training him and then he uses these he uses these, these skills to go out and start avenging in his neighborhood wildcat finds out you know, and says, "Okay, if we're gonna do three, do this right," and then they start this up. This is this is a nugget of an idea, and DC says, "Here you go," and it really picks off, really takes off. But during that whole time, you haven't heard, you haven't seen anything else. You know about what's going on. This takes place in Idaho somewhere. Who knows? You know, and you know the first couple of issues happen. It's really good, and they say, "Okay, we're gonna add Black Canary, Black Canary, because it's our Batgirl. You know, he's he's gonna go somewhere and do something with Batgirl." You know, or he's gonna go somewhere and do something, or Superman's gonna gonna come in. You know, I think that's what they're trying to do. You but know, here's
4: the thing. I'm sorry to speak over you two. No no, 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 no. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Wildcat is a middle-aged man who was a boxer. They're sticking to the roots while adding to the story, and I think that's what DC is forgetting. It's forgetting that these people were characters and they've got a lot of people that followed him as characters mm-hmm. now you can add to it but you can't just scrap everything
1: but but here's the thing you like the new doctor uh, doctor fate don't you and that's I, entirely new
4: i do but i do not accept it to be the doctor fate that's in the dc universe because there's no way this kid is going to interact with superman or wonder but who knows that. the
1: same the same thing happened with blue beetle you know where's he he had his own book he, for a long time. It
4: got cancelled and they didn't like it.
1: But, but I'm just He's saying fifty-two. He's yeah. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, you know, there 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 can be times in which it works. Yes. You know, and that's the that's the same thing Marvel did with uh with, with Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel started off for a while, Wolverine guest starred. You know, she 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 she, oh, she made don't, don't she made references. Stars, I don't
4: think the guest stars made her book. I think mm-hmm. I no, think no, the I, writing and she made. I
1: her don't. I no, no, I'm not saying that the guest stars made the book. It just made her. It made it showed that she was in continuity. That people knew who she was.
4: Yes, because they took her idol that people knew, and it added to the mythology.
1: But these are. But that does that make her a legacy character or this whole new character?
4: Both. Why can't she have both?
1: no no reason i'm just asking if, if that's what it was do, do you do either
3: of you well i mean think about it her origin came out of an event book
1: okay that's true After
3: infinity that the uh terigen gas was released and that's mm. that's how she got her powers so,
4: so she isn't. She's technically. You're right. I totally forgot. She's an inhuman.
3: So yeah, before right. before her crossover with Wolverine ever started, she was she was founded as a part of the bigger continuity by being birthed out of this crossover event.
4: Good point. Check one for our side. That's not a side <laughs> there, <laughs> but,
1: but does that make her a legacy character or not? I you know
0: what, what. What? How are we defining legacy character? Well,
1: she. She's.
0: Well, she has not the same powers.
3: She's just carrying on the name. Right. And so she's kind of a new character, just using the name. So it's kind of tricky because she's not quite legacy.
0: But she's not.
3: But she's. She's embodying the spirit of the character. Yeah,
0: it's not like they're saying, "Oh, there was no Ms. Marvel before her." Whereas you know, with what what's happened with Batgirl, or you know, all of these other characters in DC, where it's all being thrown out, and like, no, Red this Robin. is what is Red Robin. Red, Red Robin. Exactly yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, definitely Red. Red Robin is definitely one if of those things. If
3: you, I, I don't know if you've been reading the Ms. Marvel book, but so yeah. Carol mm-hmm. Danvers was just in it and kind of like officially handed the mantle off to her. Oh, it made me cry. So that was like a really great
1: like. So now she's tech. Now, now she, she is a yes, legacy. Character. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay,
4: and
3: I think that's that's where they're getting it right.
1: But do you think her continuity is going to be wiped out when 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 Secret War is over? No, no, none no, of them not is. at all. They,
3: I think they're already making it clear in the previews that things the, happen. Thing, things mm-hmm. that happened before are still affecting their lives now.
1: Okay,
4: and they're building on and all this whole time when people are like oh they're rebooting and they had their hissy fits, Marvel would say, this isn't a reboot. We don't have anything wrong with our continuity. We embrace it, and books on their their books are going. I mean, they're selling. People are
0: interested. I think it's because instead of taking things away, they're adding things. Like yes. the thing with the the Peter Parker renew your vows thing. Oh my God! I hope that turns into a, an ongoing series. Because mm. why can't you it's why not. can't you have that though? You you could conceivably have that going on somehow somewhere mm-hmm. if you've got they're all not of these, gonna, these. They're not going to do it going. though.
1: they're, they're not going to give him a kid.
0: No, no, but it doesn't. You can still have the other Peter Parker going on. No, nope. he, he is
1: the perpetual, he is the perpetual man-child, just like Bobby Drake is, you know. I,
3: do you think, but having Miles game, Morales is going to allow them to get away from that a little. Yeah. bit. A, a
1: little bit, a little bit. now that like, just takes him out of the neighborhood. His whole
3: though. his whole series now is going to be about him being grown up.
1: Right. Mm, I, I still think they're going to make him. I still think they're going to make him the Jughead though you know he's going to be making mistakes left and right and stuff like that we'll because see. that's just how his character is you well, know it was. and that's what no seriously I will give you this rich I really really missed the boat and I was sorry that I did not read Superior Spider-Man because I liked that iteration of Spider-Man uh, having no. him be and it was Doc Ock because they that yeah. could not see And that's mm-hmm. the thing it was great. Dan Slott could not have done that with peter parker because peter parker has to be the perpetual loser he has to be the perpetual guy who doesn't get the girl that is his mythos okay and that's why you you can give him a uh parker industries you can give him all that stuff but he will he'll always be that person that that has to fight to do that i have
4: have to tell you this little tidbit i read today i didn't realize one more dig at the whole marvel and fantastic four thing I didn't know that Peter Parker moves into the Baxter building. Yes, he takes over the that. Baxter I building. I was like, wow, one more dig. One more little dig. At the Fanta- I feel so bad. You know, I feel right now, the Fantastic Four fans get screwed over as much as the Legion fans do.
1: Because, oh, because, yeah. because right know, now... Right? There's no Legion book at oh, all. It's yeah. so sad.
4: And that, talk about a thing that they don't understand, continuity.
1: Legion fans, was perfect.
4: They had their continuity... And then they decided, oh, we need a new one. So they made a whole nother team, and then they made a whole nother team of legionnaires. So and then Jeff Johns three, fixed it all. And then, yeah, but then they fucked it up again. Yeah, but
1: that—that that was, was so crazy is <laughs> Jeff Johns literally. See, here's a see, and I have so much respect for Jeff Johns just for the fact that he's able to deal with all this continuity craziness. And he said, "Look, I will fix it," and he did. Like I was totally fine with <laughs> with Legion of Three Worlds and what he did with that. I was like perfect let's do this and then they fucked it up again and i was like <laughs> how how can you do this uh-huh. i was like i literally was like you're killing me dc you're 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 killing me uh my god I don't know.
4: for that for that quote you read i want dc to be as great as it was don't follow don't follow yeah. what you see other companies doing don't base your model on that
3: Although one thing I think they yes. could follow is uh, giving a lot more respect and freedom to their writers to come up with their stories rather than dictating, this is where we want to take Batman.
4: Yes, that's very true. Well, I feel do you like think- Marvel
3: does a much better job of that, and I feel like that's I, I think that's why Secret Wars is so successful right now is because those writers, you know, those guys get together twice a year at this point, and they have their meetings, and they all talk about it, and then once those ideas start flowing, they're like, Oh, and I can bring this up in my book, and that's—I think—that's why we're seeing the, such good crossover. They said Just that because about Jason they all—they mm-hmm.
4: said Hickman said something about that. Yeah. I don't know if I read that. Yeah, but Hickman brought something up, and Jason Aaron was like, "Well, okay, I wasn't going to use it. I think it was had something to do with the Thors. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Okay, that works in with what I want to do. So yeah, they let their writers
1: write. I think that's great, but let's be clear: it is the editors and the powers that be that control what's really going on. True. Yeah. And true. I believe mm-hmm. that. If DC... I totally agree with Frank. If DC did the the Marvel model we're bringing their stuff together, I think it would serve them a lot better. That way they wouldn't have so many misfires.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, It still comes down to the editors, but like giving your writers a bigger mm-hmm. voice to Hit kind of guide things. been for how long?
1: Two over two years.
3: For
4: Aven- no. The Avengers? No. His no. whole idea of Secret Wars began it's been over... in Fantastic Four.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been
4: years. He's had this No, whole he said
1: thing... it's been all, the, maybe three years because they actually went... Because Io9 did a thing about it of when it all started, and it was like we said about maybe two and a half years ago is when the whole thing started. And he was well, planting been seeds, planting
4: something bigger when he wrote Fantastic Four and FF. And huh. I agree hundred percent. Even though it is editorial, Hickman, it's his story. He's he's putting his name on this, and he's producing. He, I mean, why wouldn't you want to put the best thing out?
1: No, no, I understand that. Don't don't get me wrong. It's just it's just, but the editors are the one that that, that are allowing him the this.
4: And I think early DC, the New Fifty Two editorial had their hand in
1: too much. Well, of course, they had way too much in it. But I think Marvel did too back in the nineties. You know, but now I, I I think they're really allowing their and and I really have to say I think that's Joe Quisada's. You know, letting people just kind of do what they need to do mm-hmm. to get this stuff taken care of. You know, I really believe that he was instrumental in, in allowing that to happen um
4: i just want to say something quick about continuity it's funny when you look at the business models we, we've been talking a lot about dc and marvel and valiant and i agree it, valiant for for something a people don't know who these characters are yet and there's already like three or four trades out for each in each trade it was the problem with the ultimate line the more you tell us it took 10 years for the ultimate line and look what happened. I mean, it crashed. Mm -hmm. No one was reading those books by the end. Spider-Man was the only thing, and that's because Miles was something fresh. That Fantastic Four died down. The X-Men line had just been butchered after Ultimatum. Mm
2: -hmm. And now you've
4: got Valiant coming up. So Mm. Valiant's putting out all this stuff. I love the image. Um, Image is all about its creators. They don't have a continuity. They're producing the best work that creators want to give.
1: What if this was a whole? What, what if the whole Secret Wars thing was just a money-saving gamble because they had to get rid of the Ultimate Line? You know what? Every issue, I mean, wow. five issues, and I've
4: enjoyed every one, so it's working for me. Could I mean, yeah. you can
1: imagine that? Because, like, think about it. They, they completely have gotten rid of the Ultimate Line, and what kept two people from that, Miles and and uh, Reed Richards, the maker. It was maker. already
3: down to like two books, right? It
4: was three. down to it was three,
3: three.
1: Yeah, they tried it was...
4: to revive the Ultimates, which I think I got to be honest as a, as a retailer. I think calling one of your brand new books set on the Marvel six one six Ultimates is hurting because I keep seeing people not market, and I try mm-hmm. to tell them, look, Ultimates is not Ultimate line. They made a huge mistake calling a book Ultimates. Yeah, when this is a this is it's a, like Cosmic uh, Avengers.
3: Yes, there's something. So yes, yeah, something. Call uh... it.
4: The Ultimates. I'm going to have to really push this book to yeah. get people to read it because, and I hate to use the word stink, but the stink of the word ultimate on a book
3: yeah. Yeah. doesn't help. But at the same yeah. time, I can see why they're doing it because they have, they want to keep that brand alive even if they're not using it right now, so they have to have a book called Ultimate. Yeah, that's why we're always going to see X. Why do
4: they need to? So why? things run out. They actually lost the word champions. I don't know if you were reading it. Oh, they God, that out, sucked. They put out a book <laughs> called... The Order. Do you remember The Order?
1: Yeah, I remember it. No. It was a good
4: book when it started. The Order, when you look at the original designs, had a C. Marvel waited too long. Mm.
2: They lost the rights.
4: They can't use the word champions. There will not be a champions. Wow. That is why we're always going to see. People hate it, and people complain about it in the store. We will always see an X-Force. We'll always see a New Mutant. We will always see... Excalibur, whatever whatever they want to call it, they have to keep their properties going.
1: Yeah, because yeah, the name, or, they or have else to they keep...
4: lose the property, much like the movies, you know. Can't if they... they
0: just guest star or something?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know I mean, maybe. Who knows? This point, as long
3: as that title's that that title's brought up somewhere and published somewhere, I think they're able to like yes. perpetuate it.
1: So, uh, just a time check. We're at uh, forty-eight minutes. So we're just gonna ask a couple more questions of our of our panelists during this round table and then we're going to start to like match game it's match game and then we're gonna and then we're gonna start wrapping it up one of the questions that i wanted to bring up because um comics are now influenced by movies and the movie continuities do you think that that's a good idea if if the movie continuity starts to influence the comic book con- con- continuity
0: sometimes if we talk about fashion Yes. <laughs> Lesbian fashion. No. Uh,
1: <laughs> Mullets <laughs> Wow. Really?
3: Was long shot, uh, oh,
2: is yeah, long long shot, shot long exactly. Yeah. Long shot. That's the <laughs> oh, god. They actually
4: oh, gave him his gosh. mullet when you bring him back. They and, did yeah. they did yeah. they gave him this little weird little Thing. shave sides and he's nope, a hipster now. There
0: can be there can be good <laughs> things coming out of the movies because the movies um the movies are streamlined and they're they're Updating old images. I think when I was originally talking about fashion, I mean a little bit jokingly, but at the same time, if you look at the Scarlet Witch's costume, like uh, from the '60s on, with the the, the pink body stocking, uh, the little the <laughs> V-cut
1: thing, so yeah, to say. And the, yeah, and the
0: the it's the, terrible. the terrible the the tiara, terrible tiara.
1: I kind of liked her weird, the weird kind of like face, the wimple. Yeah, the weird face uh, uh, but, picture frame thing she had
0: but didn't marvel girl have that too and they got yep. rid of it well she should cuz the the,
1: the 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 yellow cat eye things yeah. or whatever
0: oh i like that yes yeah yeah but but i mean you know so uh, you know when you're doing a movie you have to think more about about image and fashion and about what's more uh, au courant mm-hmm. but uh, so if that influences the the comic book. I am all for that because I want to ditch that old look. I want to ditch some of those um, ancient fashions that just don't work. It's maybe it's not so bad for well, except for the what was it, the '80s uh, or the '90s? That the the recent article about X bad X Men fashion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I had
3: a
4: lot of problems with that. Those are the
0: '90s. <laughs> Reference
4: something now because those
0: characters <laughs> like extreme. Was a '90s character. Yeah, those they're are easy targets. It's, it's they're exactly. Thank you. Targets. But I mean, um, but, I mean but, I, but, if, but if we're talking about updating things, the movies can help update, mm-hmm. update looks, uh, maybe update powers, update ideas.
1: I will definitely agree with that. One thing, though, is is look look at what the movies have done to Iron Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was the property, you know, he was just the property that Marvel had. You know, he was doing his thing. Uh, Joe Quesada was writing it. Uh, he was drawing it. Um, never really had what was going on. And so Marvel was like, okay, we're going to make a movie out of Iron Man. So did really well, started off their phase one, and really kicked Marvel into high gear, you know. Three movies later, two Avengers movies later, Robert Downey Jr. showing up everywhere, and now and now Iron Man is on the is he's is, the flagship. He's the, he's the flagship he's now. The... Mm-hmm. You know, and person. I'm not
0: reading it now anymore. Uh, Can you try the number one. I mean, <laughs> yeah, all right. One of the
1: reasons why I'm going to try the number one is because I really liked Bendis, Bendis and I liked uh. Mar- uh I can remember his name, the, the artist, because the artist—that's the team that did Miles Morales. So yeah. I'm oh. like, so I'm like, okay, I'll pick it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it wasn't Mark. No, 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 no. It's um, name it's Mark though. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna. But that's the thing that that's that's interesting. It's like that's what's going on, and now we're and now we're not seeing as many mutants. We are, but now we're getting all these Inhumans now. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and that's because of what's going on in the and and the movie entertainment stuff. That is affecting yeah. continuity. But I, I find that a writers. little bit,
3: but I also, I feel like they're also looking at it as, like, we've had this property sitting around forever. We haven't really been doing anything with these guys. Like, we want to elevate them. And so, one. I think one vehicle to do that is the movies, and then that's allowing them to do more with them in the comic books, too. But, you know, it's not like they're just saying, like, oh, let's create this new class of characters and throw them on Earth. Like, you know, these guys have been around, but... No one's ever read them. They're like, how are we going to make people read these guys? And I think that's what's going on with this.
1: Oh, it's David Marquise. Sorry. But uh, yeah. but here's the thing, though. Are they doing that for the sake of a good story? Or are they doing it because they want to feature them on S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or they want to feature them in a movie or something like well,
3: that? I, I do think it's being driven from outside of editorial. Like, we, like you, you, you can't just exist on Avengers and X-Men forever. So it's kind of like any business. They've got to introduce new products and new ideas to, like... Boost sales on and get people into new things. So I think that that's kind of what they're doing with.
1: Yeah, because right. we need and phase and six. You know, I mean, that's what we need, right?
0: <laughs> but you know, but just, but just because money is involved in an idea doesn't mean that it's it's a bad thing. Agreed. All you need to do is give the money to people who are competent, creative, have good ideas, and respectful mm-hmm. for the properties, and, and respectful as opposed to. I don't even want to talk about DC anymore but uh, just you know it, it depends on where you where you focus it so well, if you've got good writers you you can be doing it from the movies yeah sure.
3: I mean if you look at it this way like I mean the Iron Man kinda of thing he was really going nowhere in the late 90's early 2000's nope. so no one cared about him anymore uh, between Warren Ellis doing the extremist storyline and kind of rebooting the character that way and then the movies coming in and then picking up on that also I think You know, they kind of struck gold on that, and that was allowed them to rebuild the character and get him out of the funk that he was in. Where at the one point, I think I was kind of enjoying him when he was director of Shield, but at the same time, he was kind of boring. So they actually it actually allowed them to bring back the continuity and bring him back to his his core of what he was, which was like the philanthropist and the playboy and the kind of jackass. And he hadn't been that character for a long time, like especially uh, that whole run after. or during Dark Reign, where he was on the run, that was like totally serious. Tony Stark, who you know didn't have all, all those trappings anymore, and his brain
1: was was slowly re- yeah. Re- yeah. They
3: literally rebooted rebooted his brain to get him back to where he was. Mm-hmm. So that
1: was a good. That was a good series. I, to, I, I really admit, enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, I did. They, they, it was,
3: but it was if not the Tony Stark that you used to have and what you have now.
1: And I would be sad if all of that. Went away.
3: They won't do that.
1: I know, I know. Marvel
4: respects these characters too much. I just want to say, I can't believe I'm going to say this, I didn't want to talk about fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. The one thing that for me was when Hawkeye went from that purple costume mm. to now wearing a jacket and glasses. I think that started the jacket and glasses. Everyone has a jacket and glasses now. Mm-hmm. Spider-Woman has jacket and glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bad girl, just got her jacket.
3: Well, there's definitely a move to having like like functional outfits for yes. everyone now, but I feel like it's almost starting to go too far. I agree, and yes. I would say the good example of that was the last uh, X Factor series, where they were all working for that Serval Corporation. And the
4: ugliest costumes. Yeah, and look, I love that artist. They were like
3: bananas. They were horrible. I really
1: liked that series. <laughs> I liked that series, <laughs> but I didn't like fun. their costumes. No, their costumes were really. They tossed bad.
3: out all these great costumes and put them all in the same yellow jumpsuits.
1: Yes, I I definitely agree. I I really liked that but okay so one last topic before we before we end so it looks like image though is not going to be that affected by by continuity because none of all of their books are um are connected in any way right you know do you think that's good or do you think that's bad
4: well i already told you my idea i love it yeah <laughs> and i'll yeah.
1: and i'll preface yeah. it i'll preface it with this though I've been reading Invincible from Robert Kirkman since its inception so long ago. Mm -hmm. And what they're... (laughs) 1932. And what they're doing with that is uh, (laughs) they are reverting him back to the first issue when he was just getting his powers yet he remembers everything that has happened in the in like the 10 years or however long it's taken but no one else does no one else does Uh, so it's about how he it's one more day is going to change (laughs) decide to change or not change Uh what has happened before so i think it's a very interesting way to to revisit those stories and do an interesting reboot of a universe because now the one main character is actually gonna know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So it's kind of this weird minority report, am I gonna, you know, butterfly effect thing going on? But that is kind of a continuity screw right there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's good or bad or? What I are think, your thoughts about I just, that? I think t- only
3: time will tell on that. Like, depends on uh, what they do with the story. Um, I think for I think image has its thing going and it's good because it's it's allowing these creators to come and tell their own story, create their own world, and it's contained in that one book. And you know that you don't need to look at anything else or know anything else. You just need to know what's going on with that character. And I think that works for them because they're not interested in having a connected universe. But that's obviously not the case at Marvel and DC, where you know that's I think part of the appeal of those two universes is like or those two creators is you come to them knowing that you're going to have characters that are interacting with each other and that it feels like real mm-hmm. air quotes or used to I, I mean I feel like with this uh, I think what comes out of Secret Wars what, so what was really appealing to me with Marvel was it did really reflect the real world they lived in New York City they would mm-hmm. go to LA like it like you know they were on like an earth you recognize which is not quite what DC had but I feel like that they're, they're kind of scrapping all that with by the time Secret Wars is done you're gonna have uh like, a pretty drastically change. And they were already doing that before. Like, all of a sudden there was, like, you know, AIM Island was uprooted and, like, floating around in the sky. And, like, all sorts of crazy stuff. On a giant dragon. Yeah, on a giant <laughs> dragon. There's all sorts of crazy stuff. Did they were like, permanently, go back home?
1: Did Asgard go back home? It's in space, I think, yeah. Oh, okay. Because that
3: was but, I mean, like, it's, it's like, Utah. you know, they were, like, making really permanent, like,
4: Oklahoma. Huge Oklahoma.
3: changes to that Earth where it's no longer going to be, like, a recognizable Earth, I think.
4: Well, no, that's over.
3: I mean, they'll still have a New York City and all that, but I feel like it's definitely changed, and it's not going to be what it used to be in the '80s, where like, like you would read a Daredevil, and you're like, oh my god, that's New York City. Look how gritty it is. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's
0: why I don't like what's going on with BPRD. Actually, is because they've it used to be supernatural things that happened in the real world, and now their real world has turned into everything is destroyed. There are giant like. Evil mm-hmm. squids eating up entire Seattle's gone, you know, like the wow. whole world. Okay. They went too far. They went, they went, they went way too far and it's not the earth anymore.
3: So that's the thing that I would say was like the thing that I don't like about continuity is the continuity is that at some point, like, you know, your, your stories have to like trump stories that come before things have, threats have to be bigger to the point where like you're having like these epic, like world ending, like it, things happening like every other week and... I think that at a certain point it gets too big for the universe and I think that's kind of like where Marvel hit and so hopefully at this point now they're going to be able to like like I'm hoping they actually calm down a little bit and they just have like stories and yeah. go back to like I would love like, a
4: year with no event we
3: yeah. We're God, asking yes. too much
4: but I would love to see a year with let these stories grow
3: organically or you know what have smaller events that just affect a few characters over here. Maybe another event's affecting a few characters over there. So there's still interactions. In yep. Yeah, I
1: really liked when that, and they did that every now and again. Like, I liked the uh, Hercules uh, event that they had a while ago. Mm-hmm. There's Hercules became super god and all that. Yeah, I really liked that. Chaos. You know, yeah, it didn't really affect too much of anything else, no. but it was just a really good, nice. Story that affected maybe what four books
4: or Extinction Agenda back yeah. in the 90s when it affected just the, the certain core books, Is right? That what you're talking about,
1: yeah, sh- shit like that. You know, I'd be I would be really good to, or uh, we're most recently when they had that, uh, Age
4: of X, Age of X, perfectly. We were talking about that the yeah. other day,
1: yeah, it, did it, you it, read that? Uh, yes, that yeah. was a really good book. Oh my god, that um, was um,
4: world altering happened for a couple issues, things got put back, but when things got put back. There are ramifications coming out of it, mm-hmm. which you can have your event, but have it for a purpose. Instead of I, just having an event to have an event. Yeah.
1: Yes. Purposeful, pur- purposeful events, we like.
4: And I just want to say about Image, they have continuity within their own titles. If you right. read East of West, that has a continuity that was written before the first issue even came out. Things happened in the past. So there is. they have their own continuities if you read Saga. Saga has a continuity no, no, we, within its book, right? So those smaller titles, I think it's really funny. While they have creator-owned titles and they may not cross over all together, there's still a huge amount of continuity within its own little books, to where they're still respecting what happened before. No, I
1: mean, think about Walking Dead. You know, Walking, Walking Dead is a perfect example yes. of a of a single book, you know, being 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 able to get its own you know momentum going and yeah, it's about definitely. zombies you know zombies are played out I'm sorry you know mm-hmm. people love it but I'm just saying and it's
4: but Kirkman uh, in this last he A. went one year in the future to allow a gap to, to happen so you'd wonder mm-hmm. what happened to these characters and introduced a new twist which got me reading again about the zombies and it was such a cool little twist
1: the zombies having babies now? No, 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 no. <laughs> something has happened,
4: but it's added to what's come before. Mm-hmm. I think that's my whole thing. I want a good continuity that takes something from before, and you can play with the timeline like we said, but I don't want you to scrap what's happened. I want you to build and add mm-hmm. and make us fall in love with these characters again. Not a whole new character. Fall in love with the characters I fell in love with. Hawkman, you used to read Hawkman, right? Mm-hmm. Hawkman I did. writers hated Hawkman <laughs> because he's been reborn so many times. You don't know what to do with him,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and it became we don't know what to do, so we're gonna put him away. And that character, you know, I'm excited he's coming to. Is it Flash? Because they're gonna they're gonna address all that. So and he's gonna remember it, and Hawk Girl isn't. I'm very excited. But
1: that's not what this is about. No, this is about continuity. Although, but he there's is, continuity but in their own TV but he's, shows. But he's crazy. <sighs> but he has crazy continuity anyway, being yes. Hawkman. So I mean, we can't talk about continuity to talk about Hawkman. I mean, come on. <laughs> but on that note, it is time for us to start wrapping up. Uh, Want to say thank you again um, for tuning in. And and you know, we asked the question: Is continuity, you know, good, bad, whatever? And and I think, I think. For me, and you can all answer this question, you know, for robot. me, the, 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 the ultimate for me is that I think that in any book you will have continuity because you're telling a story, you know, about a person who's going to grow, go through different things. So just by the nature of telling the story, you are creating continuity. Whether he wants to be respectful of that or uh, make that grow or not, it's entirely up to you. Um, just for me, just be respectful of it. You know, and, and as Frank said earlier, these are stories that, that will resonate with some people and resonate for, and not resonate for others. But just be respectful and know that we we read these people. You know? Um, so I'm Desmond. I'm, that's my closing. Uh, Frank, do you have anything to say for a closing? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rich, do you have anything to say I for a I already me? gave it. I gave it before yours. Yeah. I gave my
4: two cents. I... I... Love continuity when it's done right. I, I, that's why I read comic books. If I wanted a Groundhog Day comic, i read a Groundhog Day comic.
1: Yeah. Jerry? Uh With the lesbian agenda?
0: With the no. lesbian agenda, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pro-continuity and eh continuity at the same time. Because if you have just, just one creator-owned book, he can kill it off. Like, yep. let's say you get a, a character you really love you can go like i'm played out i can't do this anymore it's over he's dead mm-hmm. whereas if a company owns it then you know if you if a writer is played out you just bring on a new writer and so that does change things i would love for like the it to be just like rich says and like building on on that sometimes that doesn't happen but mm-hmm. sometimes I just want to save the character i want the character to live because maybe the the uh, like what's going on with renee montoya lesbian agenda like maybe she'll disappear from the continuity with that right with that writer then but she's still alive a different writer can come back at a different point
1: and do something with that character that was just as good as what greg rucka was doing yep i agree 100 yeah. um two stories or two things that you can probably check out if you're suckers for continuity is uh eric larson savage Dra- savage dragon I and mean, he has been doing that for what the last 15 years 15, 15. more than 10 years yeah. so if you want it, i've you, been here 15 if you want crap, if you want it if you want to do something you can read that book because like i think we're going to celebrate their 20th anniversary and he has written that book from the ground up so if you like continuity you should check out that book i don't yeah. even think it's Savage i think it's i think it's his son now but without saying anything else i'm desmond and i'm rich i'm frank
0: lesbian agenda
1: (laughs) (laughs) and thank you so much for tuning this round table um please come to the geek chat facebook page and let us know what you thought of it um if you want to be on it again post and post your topics you can respond to this and let us know thank you so much and have a great day what
3: we'll add
1: that in after what's one we're gonna add in
3: I was like, mention Sponsors.
1: your sponsor. Oh, and then, and of course, we want to mention the sponsor. <laughs> uh, we want to mention our sponsor, whatever comics. Located, located at
4: 548 Castro Street, between 18th and 19th in beautiful San Francisco. Bye! Bye. Yeah.
0: No, oh. no, 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 no. The Geek Chat. Round, 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 round table. Round, 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 round round table moral dc image moral dc image moral dc image, Marvel. DC image.